0: The advice given on sex and other human activities is for entertainment purposes only. If you've got a question for us, send us an email at cavecomedyradio at gmail.com. Needs to get a little bit of a pass.
1: (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it's asking for attention, that's all.
0: <laughs> it just wants me to push its butt. Oh yeah,
1: baby, we all want that every once in a while.
0: Welcome to Sex and Other Human Activities for today. We're pushing buttons.
1: Pushing buttons, baby. But in a good
0: way. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, my buttons are... They're pushed in all the right places. <laughs> <laughs> last
0: week, we had a bit of an angrier show. Yeah. Like a little bit of a little scattered, a little angry, but you know what? It's good. We got to do that every once in a while. This week, though, we're in fucking amazing moods.
1: Wonderful spirits. Wonderful
0: spirits. Because uh, I'm not going to say it's manic and because last week, I wouldn't say we were depressed.
1: No, I think everyone just gets into weird moods.
0: Yeah, it's just a weird and sometimes mood. sometimes you got
1: to talk into a microphone when you're feeling that way, <laughs> and you're just like, well... This is me today. Well, we're on a deadline. (laughs) But Uh, it's good, you know? It's like, so I feel a lot more freedom within us. Yeah. And uh, that's just, you know, how it goes.
0: Yeah, the weather's better. We're not so much in transitionary states anymore. uh, And I'm feeling invigorated myself. Me too, man. Yeah, I'm feeling very invigorated. Not necessarily because of the weather, but mostly because I've been working on shit. Yeah. You know, like the way uh, that I can describe it, over the last, I'd say, eight months or so, I've been going down rapids. I, I've been trying my damnedest to avoid rocks and pretty much just keep my head from getting splattered onto a fucking horrible, sharp thing.
1: That's good. <laughs> I'm glad that you've been doing that.
0: I have been paying attention. Uh, but it's just, I've just been, uh, it's been just a little bit at a time. Like, I'm only, like, it's like just kind of going for whatever is right in front of me. But now my life has leveled off. I'm in calm waters again and I'm able to look around at my surroundings and I'm able to think about the future a little bit more. And uh my girlfriend turned me on to this thing uh that really really fucking helped me out. She's been doing it for about like 4 years now. Uh it's and it, it made sound like know, like a little self motivational type thing. Which it is That's fine And that's fine Those things I know I was a little bit skeptical of it I'll, I'll definitely admit to being just a little bit skeptical Just because I'm kind of skeptical of these things And I could see how other people would be skeptical too But I will say it really helped me out a lot It's a goal sheet type of thing uh, And what you do Is you uh, write down 6 months and 12 months And you write down Three different categories You write down What you want to have What you want to be And what you want to do you do it in six months and you do it in 12 months. And there are five things that you want to be, five things you want to have, that five things that you want to do. And you can do it in any order. You can do it uh, 12 months first, six months first. There's no set order to it. You can do it however much you like. Myself, I think since I'm in calmer waters and since things are going pretty fucking good around here, I did 12 months first uh, because I think now I'm able to think much more in a bigger picture type thing, and I can feel that life has some sort of actual path to it. I'm starting to see the path in front of me, and I'm starting to see uh, what's going to be happening in my life in the next 12 months. Life is no no longer unpredictable. Uh, Well, I mean, life is always unpredictable, but right now I feel like life is the most predictable that it's been in probably forever. I don't know. As long as I get <laughs> <laughs> At least
1: that's how you feel right now.
0: That's how I feel right now. Like right now I feel like I'm in a very good place. Uh and it really helped me out. You know, like um like but it's the the funny thing is like the twelve months is like things that like I want to have. It's like it's stuff like another album, ready to go. It's like Because the comment we just finished our first album. It's like in a year, another album just boom, ready to go, writing shit. Like doing that over the next year just fucking really fucking putting shit out and doing shit right, uh but for six months it 's like that ink spot's record that I really want <laughs>
1: <You know? laughs> like I guess my one concern with this, um as you know i 'm also. <clears throat> cynical sometimes when it comes to this stuff, is that it would worry me that if I wrote down that stuff and in six months I looked at it and I hadn't attained any of it, that I would be down about myself, that it would immediately work against me. And I feel like if I had a goal sheet like that, it would be the kind of thing that I wrote out, really thought about, took a week to really write down what I wanted in Mm -hmm. six and 12 months, and then I'd get rid of the sheet. Yeah. Like So it's something that you think about and something that you put into a perspective, but you don't you hold yourself to it in your brain, but it's not a guilt sheet. Yeah, you know? no, not like at, at all, no.
0: It's very, in fact, it's very impulsive. Yeah. You can't, you're not supposed to think about what is, you're not supposed to think about the money as a concept. You're not supposed to think about what is realistic at all. Like You could say like 12 months, like, you know what, I fuck, I want a boat. I really want a boat. <laughs> you know what? Right now in my life, it is impossible for me to have a boat.
1: Yeah. Where but, would you put the boat? But yeah. <laughs> Yo, where am I going to put my boat? <laughs> I just got, I got a box. <laughs> it's a
0: box isn't big enough for a boat. No, no, no. No, no, no. But say like, yeah, 12 months, I want a boat. Like if money was no object, if there were no obstacles in your life, it's like just write down whatever. And I did end up with like some things that are probably unattainable, like 12 months, things I want to do fucking go see uh go to south america you know i've always wanted to go to south america go to south america probably not gonna fucking go to south america uh but other things like things i want to do it's like have at least two new art pieces finished that is attainable right. that's something that i can do uh and maybe if i look back at in six months you know it, it depends on kind of What your attitude is going into It's like if I look at it in six months Will it be something that Will I look at it as I failed doing this Or will I look at it as I really need to fucking get Like this is something It's like okay Like I have failed myself So Let's look at 12 months. Let's yeah. see what we can do then. Let's see how we can make this shit happen once more. Uh, I guess it, it all depends on on your temperament. But, you know, from what I've heard, uh, it's like you look at it in six months and you're kind of surprised at what gets You were to, able to accomplish. Yeah, what you were able to accomplish. Yeah. It's like my girlfriend, she's been writing for four years, record an album. This year...
1: It actually, it actually
0: happened. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it actually happened this year. Four years after four years, keep writing it over and over and over again because you rewrite it after six months. Okay. Yeah, after six months, you rewrite the whole thing. It's like you don't just kind of look at it and say like, oh no. So if you didn't get what you wanted accomplished in six months, and if that's still something you want, because it's also good for reevaluating your goals. It's also good for reevaluating or how you change. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's like I wanted this six months ago. Do I still want this? Is this still something that I want to accomplish, or do I want to just fucking throw this away and start with something new. So that's a way to get keep yourself from getting discouraged is that you can just add it on. Even if you don't get it done in six months, you're like, okay, I still want to do that. So add it on to the next six months. Uh, and I think a lot of people will probably be surprised at what is important to them now won't be important six months from now. Right. You know,
1: which I think that might be the biggest help. Yeah. Of like also it's 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 watching yourself change over time and watching your priorities change over time and, and deciding, you know, do you like the way in which you're going? Yeah. Do you like that this isn't a priority for you anymore? Is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? And I think that it maybe just also puts your life in perspective a lot more.
0: Yeah. And you can also look at things like, say, if you write down, like, okay, like, my relationship needs, like, communication needs to be better in my relationship. Or, like, say, like, one of your goals is to make something better in your relationship, to fix something in your relationship. You can look at that goal in six months. You can see whether anything's changed or not. Uh, and then you can reevaluate that. Right. You know, you can say like, okay, like I need more respect at work. And then you can look in six months and you can see if you've gotten more respect at work at all. Uh, and then you can possibly reevaluate whether you want to stay at that job or not. It's more of a an evaluating thing. You know, it just and it also keeps you looking at the future. Like I found it myself, like I found it extremely inspiring because it did make me think about what I actually want. Like the things that I want to have, things I want to be, things I want to do, uh, and it made me see like what 's important to me right now, but in six months, those same things might not be as important, but i 'll still have that exercise every six months to evaluate to look at where I am, to look at where my mind is, and to uh to keep going from there so yeah it's it 's extremely fucking helpful. I would you know recommend it to anyone, especially if you 're kind of feeling a little lost and a little adrift kind of like I was. I needed to refocus everything because I'm in a new phase of my life uh and my focus I had none. I had no fucking idea what I was doing because I've been in such like my focus has been so different for the last 8 months, the last 2 years, really. Uh and so it really helped me to refocus everything and I feel so unburdened.
1: Sounds like you're cerebrally spring cleaning. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> absolutely! You know, just getting out those cobwebs. Yeah,
0: man, just sh- Put up
1: some new fucking curtains up there, man. I
0: did put up new curtains. That's they great. have black and white stripes on them. See,
1: that's fun, yeah, you know?
0: Well, it's Beetlejuice curtains. Oh, okay, Beetlejuice <laughs>
1: curtains. I was about to say, I'm like, I don't know if that goes with, you know, your bedspread or whatever, but <laughs> black
0: and white stripes, sure. Mm, well, my, my bedspreads, my bread, my
1: bedspreads, <laughs> <no, laughs> Oh, bed spread, <laughs> my bedspread.
0: <laughs> where's my bedspread? to? Ew. My bedspread
1: is brown. Yeah, so that would clash. But that's yeah. fine. as long as it makes you happy. And right now, my curtains are brown. Oh, you need you you need to literally spring clean. I feel like
0: now that I think about it, almost everything in my room is brown. Get
1: some white curtains. Put some get some light in there.
0: Nah, I like the brown ones. They're blackout curtains. No sun for me. Which is turning into a problem.
1: It is, man. I, I had blackout curtains for a really, really long time. And then we have white curtains now and it's is wonderful. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. beautiful. It's great.
0: Yeah, because I'm sleeping. I've only got one apartment in my room, and it kind of just looks out into an alleyway, Uh and the sun doesn't really... Like, the sun, when it comes in, it's kind of this horrible blue uh, that I really, really don't like.
1: Blue. So Ugh. I. <laughs> Ew,
0: but it's is it like, pretty? It's like corpse blue. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's a, it's very it's, it's a corpse blue. Yeah. It's corpse blue. All it's right. like two days dead blue.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. A yeah. Blue. It's, it's very unpleasant. So I need some sort of filter. Okay. Because the blackout curtains. I'm waking up at 10 a.m. and it's like it's fucking 3 a.m. Yeah, outside. No, that's not good for that. your brain. That's real bad for my brain. So I need to make that. I need to turn that. Corpse blue frown upside down.
1: There you go, baby.
0: Get some new curtains. Spring cleaning. I'm going to Target. Yeah, I love Target. <laughs> I went to Target last week. It was so much fun. Uh, <laughs> oh, broke the escalator.
1: All right. So. Oh, I didn't think you were that big.
0: <laughs> oh, no, well, you know, I, when you try uh fitting uh our air conditioner. On the shopping cart escalator, oh yeah, no, that it, makes bra- him, it makes breaks it, and a lot of people get very upset.
1: That's fun, though. Yeah, it
0: was fun. <laughs> we ran away and giggled in the candy aisle.
1: <laughs> 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 All right, let's get to our letters for today. That sounds great. All right,
0: our first letter is from uh, a, uh, a former letter writer. Ooh. He's given us a bit. He's got a new a new thing that he needs to ask about caveman. All right. Yeah, he says. Hello, it's Caveman. Caveman, you two wonderful people have helped me so have helped so many through your advice, including me. Thank you. The writing is going well, but it's transformed into a lake in California into something completely unrecognizable. I write music, a passion that I truly will spend ten thousand hours on by the end of the year. Maybe talking about how things have been is a way of avoiding the issue. I hope not. Last year, I got expelled from school. Nearly my entire freshman year was spent in solitary confinement. Being homeschooled, you learn how to make the best scrambled eggs sprinkled sugar.
1: Which I didn't know. I didn't know that either. I got to try that next time. Mayonnaise is also a good tip. Love
0: mayonnaise and eggs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my expulsion is ending at the end of this April I'm horrified to the point in which friendship doesn't seem like a pro but as a hazard people I haven't seen in a year the sudden change in environment might cause a herpes of some sort on my lip a fear herpes I don't know what you're talking about there man I got I got fucking lip herpes too that's some stress shit it's oh it
1: it, comes out when you're stressed yeah
0: yeah yeah that's what that's when uh, lip herpes come out you get stressed it starts fucking yeah yeah and then you get even more stressed and Bad stuff. Watch out who you kiss, kids.
1: <laughs> 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 sounds like it's like creepy Uncle Marcus is saying that before he kisses you.
0: <laughs> Watch out who you kiss.
1: Why don't you just kiss Uncle Marcus? Why don't just kiss me yourself? mayonnaise in your eggs. <laughs>
0: Okay, okay, okay. He says, I just don't know how to cope. How should I approach people? Should I just go and get it done or act like I was never gone? I believe I've changed, but to what extent? And will my changes being held from public view be extremely obvious and obtrusive when shown to the crowd? Maybe I shall be like the Greeks and fuck it. Sincerely and honestly, a young, lung user, caveman.
1: So I think... I mean, honestly, it does depend on why you were expelled, I feel, yeah. personally.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Is it something that everybody knows? That, like, is it something that like everybody talked about? Is it something that's like this big issue? But the way that you're talking about everything, it seems like something happened. You weren't like, and then you got expelled. And you know what? That shit just happens sometimes. Yeah. I knew that, hap- that happened to a lot of people that I knew in high school. And when they came back, they just pretended like nothing fucking happened. Yeah. Because uh, they were, you know, they didn't see a lot of people, especially like for the people I specifically knew. It was things that everybody knew about. Mm-hmm. So I, I would talked with them about their anxiety uh, of coming back. And I mean, honestly, it's one of those things I think it's a lot better bigger in your head since you've been alone and away from everyone for so long than it is everybody else.
0: Yeah, especially with teenagers, man. They uh, don't
1: remember. They don't remember because they've been too
0: fucking busy thinking about their own bullshit. Yeah. You know, like, they, they've they totally, like, and plus, I mean, freshman year of high school, the difference between eighth grade and sophomore year, like, so much stuff happens yeah. when you're young. Like, and it, time moves so slowly uh, that it feels, I bet it feels like That you've been gone for a decade And they've probably Forgotten about it So you know what that's
1: great you got a fresh start man Yeah just start over again and then you're able To be what you want to be Yeah. You know you come in and you can be As positive as you want you should try and be positive And not be as negative as you want Because this is a time that not a lot of people Get that chance to come in Again and be like hey I'm back everything's fine
0: Yeah think of it like an extended summer
1: yeah or the fact it's like a lot of people like I had a good friend of mine that everyone thought that like they didn't remember that he was gone he showed back up and if someone asked about it he's like yeah I, was, uh, I did like homeschooling for a while but now I, I decided to come back Mm-hmm. And then, like, making it, it's like, it's your choice to go back. I mean, honestly, you could probably stay and get homeschooled if you want.
0: Nah, eh, probably, but I wouldn't recommend it. I mean, no,
1: it's not. A, I don't think it's a good idea. <laughs> but I'm saying that this is your choice to go back into this. Yeah. So take pride in yourself, man. Like, it's like, you seem like, like, even just the way that you write it, it's like, you know you. You know, like, I feel like you have a confidence. Even, like, it's like you can tell how someone writes. Mm-hmm. You do have uh, a high level of confidence, whether you think you do or you don't. Yeah. I think that you can just go in there and fucking be you, man. And if somebody asks about it, say whatever you fucking want.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I was, uh yeah, homeschooled for a year. They asked, like, why are you homeschooled? I mean, you can uh, absolutely just go, no, nah, I don't know, my parents wanted to try it.
1: Yeah, because it's like I remember it's like I've talked about it in here before my reinvention of myself. When I went into high school, I went from being a, a bully that was hated for a really long time to changing myself and being nice mm-hmm. and choosing to do it. And no one I mean, except for the people that I terrorized. But for the most part, you're talking to a bunch of people that didn't know you before and. They don't give a fuck about your past. Yeah. Cuz all they care about is themselves. And if you haven't
0: been fra- if you haven't been like hanging out with these people for the last year, uh then yeah, I mean remember like if you knew these people before and you know in a year's passed, then things are going to be different. Uh things will have changed, but you're going to be able to adapt. You sound like you're really good at at adapting to shit, especially when you're kind of like it's like yeah, I got expelled, i spent a year homeschool. And, uh, you know, I learned how to make real fucking good eggs. You adapted. Yeah. Yeah, you you adapted to homeschooling. You made the best of it. And so you can adapt to going back into uh, high school. I, I think you'll be fine with this.
1: Yeah, I think it's good. And I, honestly, I feel like it's going to be great. <laughs> In mm-hmm. the long run, you know, it's just like everything, is it's looking up. Yeah. It's only positive from here. And it is what what you make of it and what you choose of it. And I just say, man, choose the positive route. Yeah. That's the way to get through every day anyway. So I think that it's like, just keep thinking good about yourself. Don't be worried about going back into it. I know that's a lot easier to say than it is to actually feel. But, you know, it's just the reminding of yourself. that's like, I can do this.
0: And also be, uh, I, I also think there's a very big possibility that you may have built this up in your head so much That you might think Like when you go back It's like everybody's Going to be like Oh my god he's back He's back Probably not going to remember
1: Yeah nobody cares I know that's that's terrible In a
0: good way In a good way (laughs) But I know you might Be disappointed yeah, like It's possible that you could be disappointed that you go back and nobody remembers and nobody cares and you might be a little deflated. So you gotta prepare for that, but that's not a bad thing.
1: But also remember, it has nothing to do with you. It has
0: nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with you are going to school with a bunch of self-obsessed teenagers. And I'm not saying that it's like, oh, teenagers today are so self-obsessed. No. Teenagers were self-obsessed when we were in school. Oh, yeah. They were self-obsessed when my parents were in school. Fucking teenagers. Teenagers have always been self-obsessed at least ever since you know they didn't have to work on the farm for 12 hours a day since the 50s let's say (laughs) since the 50s teenagers have been self self self-obsessed so don't worry about it it's fine no one's gonna fucking no one's gonna fucking remember and even if they do and say I don't know what do you think say what if it was something that he did that everybody knows about that it was kind of a big deal how does he deal with that
1: See, I watched, uh, I had a good friend that it was was a very negative reason Mm -hmm. of why my friend was expelled. It wasn't good. And when he came back, he had reinvented himself into a much nicer person than the person he was. Mm -hmm. And made it very clear from the start, he was the one that approached it. Uh, I'll just, I'll never forget that, that. Like he had come up in front of like our homeroom class and was just like, uh, uh like because like they used to like introduce people, like at least in my school of like mm. people that were new to the year or whatever. And like he went up and was just like, yeah, I've changed a lot since I left and like you can ask me questions about stuff that happened. Uh, I understand, but I just want you guys to know that I'm different than I was back then. And I'm sorry And like that's what I was just remember like Sitting there being like Oh my god Yeah <laughs> Whoa <laughs> But that's in a fucking, good way But like in a great yeah, way Like, like that's, that's amazing kind of, That's badass Yeah it was yeah. pretty fucking awesome Yeah and fucking like, own it man Yeah because Exactly like if someone That's a, If someone approaches you about it And says something to say Say whatever you You want to say yeah. I mean you know You can't say you didn't do it If everybody knows you did something mm-hmm. So you just say I did that and And I'm different now
0: Yeah he will be fine, man.
1: Or if it's something fucking really dumb, which there's also, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you knew people like that in high school in oh, Texas. Oh, I was. That did idiot shit that got expelled. You came back and they are like, I fucking did it! Whoa, whoa! <laughs> I fucking did it! And like those fucking guys. I remember all those jocks that I went to fucking mm-hmm. high school with and I was like, oh, fuck these guys. You know,
0: no one ever got expelled. Really? Everyone got sent to uh, either, uh, they all got sent to ISS.
1: Oh oh man our school Ain't they just they'll fucking just Expel you
0: no dude no, no no they just Send them to ISS for a couple weeks or they would Send them off campus to like the prison school For a little oh, man. while
1: well that'll that's scared Straight baby yeah, 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> Well prison school is like it's weird it was Like ISS but just off campus Man I loved ISS so much
1: what is it just attention?
0: Uh, you're de- it's called in school suspension,
1: oh, uh, yeah. where
0: you're just kind of kept in a room alone, where you can't talk to any, where you don't talk to anyone all day long. It was fucking awesome, man.
1: That sucks. It was great
0: because I would just get to sit there all day and just read, and like I didn't have to talk to anyone. They would
1: let you read all day. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah. that's not that's not a punishment.
0: It was great, man. Well, because they figured, oh well, he's learning. Uh, I guess, yeah, I was, you know, it's like I, I would finish all my schoolwork and then I'd just fucking read and I didn't have to go on their fucking timetable, man.
1: Man. I any, didn't have
0: to go by their fucking rules, Any man.
1: detentions and stuff we had, like, we weren't allowed to do anything. No homework, no nothing. You just had to fucking stare in silence. And to me, that was enough of a punishment. Like, I can't, I couldn't. Take my brain. So (laughs) I would do anything to not get a detention because I just couldn't handle staring and and not doing anything for an hour.
0: Yeah. I like detention because it isolated me and I didn't have to deal with anything.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, those are both of our issues. Yeah, I mean (laughs) Yeah. We all have our thing.
0: We've kinda got mostly gotten over, but not quite still dealing with it.
1: I still like to be isolated every once in a while. Uh, and you, I still don't like to be alone yeah. So <laughs> I'm still scared of my brain Well ah, I think you're gonna do great caveman Honestly you're like do great man Exactly I just think you You know Because you've been obsessing over it You've right. had You've had A bunch of time alone To obsess over it mm-hmm. And it's like Dude you're being set free Yeah It's, a, it's only a good thing I ah. Fly like a nickel <laughs> To the school
0: <laughs> Thanks Steve Miller
1: <laughs>
0: Alright let's go on to our next letter uh, he, He's he got a, a name for himself Bad Bab Yeah I like it Bad Bab Yeah, Is it
1: Bad Bab? Yeah I, th- I think it's cool I
0: think that's cool Yeah if it was Bad Babs that bad Babs, did, yeah. yeah, but no, bad Babs. It would make
1: me think of the female Bugs Bunny.
0: It wouldn't make me think of Barbara Streisand. Ooh, but when but she's bad. Being bad. <laughs> when she's being bad. Ooh, Babs, are you being babs, bad. Babs, you
1: being bad, Babs, right now. <laughs> oh, like in the mirror has two faces. I won't go there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good day to you, fine lady and sir. First and foremost, please allow me to thank you both for a podcast that provides not only solace to me in times of woe, but a sense of community to those who may not experience life in accordance with what is deemed a normal perception. It allows me to feel not so alone. Thanks, dude. Hell yeah, man. That's fucking great. Uh, here's a bit of background info leading to my current predicament when I was 16 the girl I lost my virginity to died in a car wreck we had broken up up a month prior to her passing the night She passed I had tried calling her for the first time since the breaking up. It was around the same time She had wrecked her car. I often wonder if my phone call caused it when I was 19 my father committed suicide It was a week after the rest of my family forgot his birthday I ran away to the Marine Corps shortly after that and drank myself into oblivion whenever I could. I stayed sober long enough to somehow meet my now ex-wife. We married and she became pregnant. I was deployed and I had cheated on her. It's hard going from a fat kid not having anyone think you're hot to having abs and girls wanting to fuck you. After we got out, she was a Marine as well. We moved to Texas because she was, quote, going to move there and take our son with or without me. This is why we were married, mind you. I said, well, I'm going to Texas, part of a guilty conscience on my part, I suppose. Here's my problem now. I'm divorced in Fort Worth, Texas, where I have no friends or family within hundreds of thousands of miles. Leaving is not an option because I could never leave my son. I work 60 hours a week and go to school full time. I self-diagnosed myself with panic disorder a few months ago. I had every symptom and even had a few quotes verbatim, such as, I feel so disconnected, everything feels so far away. The panic attacks were terrifying. I could feel them coming on, and all of a sudden I was going 200 miles per hour. It's like riding a motorcycle. Your body stays still, but you're going so fast. They would leave me broken down and crying hysterically panic disorder came on when I tried to quit drinking. I realized this on a particular occasion when I was up all night pacing around and freaking out and being alone until I cracked a beer and smoked a cig and a wave was lifted. It was all better. Now I drink every night, I'm an alcoholic and I'm afraid to quit. I have to work all the time and I have to go to school because I wouldn't be able to afford child support and or food without the GI Bill I receive. I'm just so fucked and lonely. If a certain memory crosses my mind, I will immediately start crying, and it's not atypical if I have a weekend night, I'll drink and cry all night for hours and hours. I've never had to focus on the crushing guilt I've had in my life until I ended up in an apartment alone with nothing around to distract me. One really starts asking questions like, why am I even here, and what's the point? I'm not okay, I'm only 27, disconnected from everyone I've ever known. I'm an artist when I can be. I paint and meditate when I'm sober, but those times are few and far between. Making friends is impossible at twenty seven. I've started writing things I think are funny down too, so I can do a couple of open, open mics just to talk to people. I feel like shit. Thanks, guys. Sincerely, bad bab. You need to go to a meeting.
1: AA will help. Yeah. It is it is a I don't want to say godsend because I guess that Phrase is weird but that's what my mom Always referred to it as It it is such an Insane source of inspiration Source of support And when you're feeling like that It does give you the opportunity through a Sponsor and through those meetings to have Someone to call when you're in those moments To have someone to talk to at any Time of day I think That it is you have to go to A meeting Mm -hmm. the second you hear this look yeah. up the closest meeting to you. It is it is now. Go you can go every day of the week. You can go as much as you want.
0: You're lucky you're in Fort Worth that's a major metropolitan city.
1: Yeah, and also I think it's like
0: And it's full of drunks.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it is but it really is a good way to find a support system especially you feel so alone down there. But also it's like I think I mean, that's that is given AA thousand percent.
0: That's a, when I read this, I was the yes. first thing that I thought, go to AA as soon as you possibly can.
1: But also, I do want to say that, like, think of some of the positive choices you have made in your life. I feel like that, like looking at your life, the way where your perspective is right now, everything looks like everything you've done is a piece of garbage. Mm-hmm. It's like you are a good person. And the things that like may or may not have, that that you cause, which you didn't cause those things, but that's besides the thing, uh, that guilt, I feel like, really makes you look at everything with shit-covered glasses. Mm-hmm. You moved to Fort Worth to take care of your son. A lot of people wouldn't fucking do that. No. A lot of people.
0: Especially moving there with no contacts whatsoever, except for an ex-wife that... Doesn't like you very much, it sounds like.
1: Yeah, and it's like that is a really positive thing that you've done in your life, and I want to say congratulations, yes. and I want to say thank you.
0: Absolutely, me as well.
1: But also, if you're able to, I know that under uh, le- that veterans are able to get free therapy. Mm-hmm. I know that it's not always something that you want to do, especially in you know Texas especially through I, I, I at least know An ex-Marine myself that won't go To those places because Especially other veterans will find out That you went to the places and it's a lot of A source of pride that you don't Want to deal with I think you need it though Yeah, I think that you have to do it
0: You have a resource that a lot
1: of people don't have And you'll get it for free Yeah, you, And in Fort Worth there's got to be places That you, you're able to go to You need to and then like with therapy you'll be able to work on your art, you'll be able to meditate and those are things that like if you were into that stuff that's only going to help you. Mm-hmm. It's going to help you get through those dark times and you're going to turn all of this negative shit into positive in the long run. You wouldn't have written this letter if you didn't need if you didn't want the help.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you want the help. And it's also I mean, you were 19 when you joined the Marine Corps. You're 27 now. You didn't mention anything about it, but it's possible. It's In fact, it's almost probable that you probably did some time overseas, and you probably saw some shit, and you probably went through some pretty stressful fucking times. It's possible that those panic attacks that you're having I mean, could be related to some sort of PTSD. It could be related to a lot of different things. But That's also why the Veterans Bureau of Veteran- Veterans Affairs, go check it out. And there's a lot of different ways that you can help yourself out with that. But go check yourself out. You can get mental health help there because whether it is PTSD or not, and I know there's plenty of guys that come out of the military totally fine uh, that have done their time overseas, came out of it, and were totally cool and not had anything that they they could deal with their shit. But you need to deal with your shit. And self-diagnosing yourself, and I'm going to say this not just to you, but to everyone out there, Self-diagnosing is not enough and it's not good. You have to be diagnosed by a professional. You cannot self-diagnose yourself. You cannot just look at a list of fucking symptoms on WebMD and decide like, "Oh, that's what's wrong with me. Now I've got a name for it. Now I can do nothing about it."
1: Well, especially specifically if it's a it's an anxiety disorder, as someone that did also diagnose like I was like oh no I have anxiety disorder because what that is it's a manifestation of things that you're not dealing with coming out forcing you to deal with it but not actually dealing with anything Mm -hmm. not actually dealing with your emotions not actually dealing with where all of this is coming from I mean you've had stuff you've had shit happening to you for a long time Mm -hmm. of things that you've pushed down and things that can bubble up at any time but just knowing that oh this is a panic attack isn't going to make the panic attack stop. No. You need to find the source of the panic attacks. You need to find the source of the anxieties, and the only way to do that is by talking to someone.
0: Yeah. If you're having a heart attack, you can't just say, huh, I'm having a heart attack. Well, let's just wait it out.
1: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And it's like, but I feel like people do that with panic attacks often because it's like, well, it's something I can deal with. Like, I can get through it. Mm -hmm. But you have to find out where it's coming from.
0: Yeah. And you can get through with it, and you can deal with it, but you don't have to. Yeah, Like, you really don't have to. And, you know, it's not just that. You know, you can get those panic attacks under control. And then you probably need to get into some therapy to deal with the shit from when you were a kid. Like, you got to deal with, you know, you got to deal with that guilt that you have uh, about that girl when you were 16, you know. Uh, I know a lot of people... You know I can sit there at night like on an extremely small scale sometimes you'll sit there at night trying to get to sleep and you'll think about that thing that you did in tenth grade that's super embarrassing and you'll just kind of cringe and that'll keep you awake you've got something you got that same sort of thing but it's fucking amplified yes like you've got a supposed or what you think is possibly a death on your conscience with that girl um but you don't. There is a, that death is not your fault. That death is not on your conscience whatsoever. But you need to deal with that. You need to get yourself to believe that because it is the truth. You have nothing to do with that girl's death. Nothing at all. And you need to go and find out how you can deal with uh, forgetting cult. about that. And also your dad committing suicide, also not your fault. Suicide is nobody's fault. Like that's You cannot blame yourself For a suicide You can't take responsibility For someone else's suicide Nobody can take responsibility For someone else's suicide That is not Your fucking deal That's not your thing And you've got to get over that too Um So I would say In order of importance Is AA Number one Uh
1: Cause once you get the drinking under Or once you start dealing with Having a drinking problem Mhm then you'll be able to, with a clear head, talk to a therapist and mm-hmm. start putting things into order inside of your brain. Yeah. I do think, though, too, is that through AA, you will find friends. Yes, you will. And that, I know, like, but, like, that, that was some of the closest friends that my mom had were, were the Al-Anon meetings that we would go to of of having someone in the family who had an addiction problem – And that's where she found people, people that have been dealing with the same thing that she's been dealing with a long time that have a lot of the same demons that she had because she had a lot of hard times finding friends because no one understood what she was going through. Mm -hmm. But that is the best place and it's the healthiest place. Because it's other people that are also dealing with the shit that they got going on. Yeah. And that you're able to talk to each other about it and that it is a a safe environment. And then if it is something that you want, you know, it is the it gives you the spirituality that you need as well. If that's something that you want or don't want, it's it's a good backbone, though. really For times of, of hardships.
0: Yeah. So start there and work your way up. Uh, and you've also, you've got to do it for yourself. Like, you can't go in thinking like, okay, I'm doing this for my son. I'm doing this for my ex-wife. I'm doing this for this or that. No, you've got to do it for yourself.
1: You're so young. Yeah, man. It's time to fucking take your life back. I feel like you haven't had control over your life since you were 16 years old. Yeah. And it's time to take your life back. And you can do it. And since you're so young, you have the rest of your life. Uh That if you get a hold of all this shit now, it's only going to get better. Yeah. I fucking believe in you, man. Yeah, I think you're going to fucking do it. And I really hope that you do all these things right away and then let us know in the next few months how everything's going.
0: Please do, man. We believe in you. All right. That's it for today's Sex and Other Human Activities. If you've got any questions or comments for us, please send us an email at cavecomedyradio at gmail.com. We'll talk to y'all next week. Hell yeah. One more thing to add to the end of this episode. I know we got some people out there going through some real hard times right now. If you feel like you're going to hurt yourself or somebody else, please talk to somebody, whether it's your high school counselor or somebody at your local emergency room. Please, please talk to someone as soon as you start having these thoughts. Uh, if it's a particular emergency, please call 911, or if you need to talk to somebody, uh, Google your local suicide hotline uh, or national suicide hotlines, either one, and please take care of yourself.